Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We've got winter in the west, summer in the east. This first weekend of fall looks to be a lot of interesting weather across the lower 48. This is Weather Insider, Friday, September 27th, the weekend edition, as we enjoy episode 150 of Weather Insider. And I'm Dean DeVore here in the global headquarters of AccuWeather.com welcoming in Bernie Reno to the microphone. And look, we've been talking about this big storm mm-hmm. in the Pacific Northwest. Look at some of the new snow totals looking at it. There could even be five, six, seven feet in some areas up in the mountains with this slow moving and long running winter storm up in the Pacific Northwest. Boy, I want to tell you what, it's not only in the mountains, even out in the plains of Montana, in the north northwestern part of the state from, let's say, Great Falls toward Cut Bank. Uh, you know, Great Falls, Montana may pick up a foot of snow. By the way, the snowiest September they ever had is a, a tad over 13 inches, 1934. Wow. You always see the 30s. The 30s were it was one of the most uh, extreme weather decade that we've seen. But uh, also Cutbank, Montana. They may pick up more snow with this storm than they do seasonally. They, they usually average around 26 inches. Right. They may get over that. And just so you know, Cut Bank is not the mountains. I mean, it's 3,500 right, yeah, feet, yeah, but yeah. it's up but, against right, the mountains. Right. But at mountain locations, this upper low just comes across Oregon and Washington, and, and it sits there. And and the mountains, what they do is they kind of wring out that moisture yeah. as it's coming down. And so so is it's the east-facing slopes that are yes. going to get more than the west-facing slopes. Because the, at the surface, you have high pressure coming down across the Canadian prairies, so you get an upsurge upslope surface flow and then in the upper part of the atmosphere because of the upper low sitting across washington and oregon you get upward motion east of the trough so you get the upslope flow at the surface because of the wind coming in from the northeast bearing up against the mountains and then you get widespread or large scent, what I say, ascent, because you're east of the upper low, so you kind of get a double whammy there, and that's why you're going to see, you know, three, four, five feet of snow in some of those favored areas. On the western side, though, and there's still some areas that could get... Uh, that oh, no doubt like, about uh, it. Like yeah. uh, Spokane? Yeah, Cody. Coeur d'Alene? Coeur d'Alene, I think Saturday night, Sunday morning, as that upper low continues to push south, so it goes from, let's say, east of Seattle to northeastern parts of uh, Oregon, and that's when I think it's going to try to snow at night, right along I-90 there. Now, it won't be as much as Montana. There will be a you know coating to an inch or two of snow, but well, keep in mind, all of the heavy precipitation east of the upper low, under the upper low, like across Washington, Oregon, it's more like snow showers. Well, now, we're talking about amounts, but that's just one part of the story. The other part of the story will be wind and blizzard-like conditions. There will be. It'll be a full-fledged blizzard, I think, from Great Falls toward Cutbank and into the mountains of Montana because that wind howling out of the north-northeast, also in the mountains of Idaho and in western parts of Montana as well. You know, even a city like Missoula, Montana, mm. they've only had a measurable snow, I believe, in the month of September six times yeah. this will be number seven. I had uh, aunt and uncle who used to live in Missoula. That is 
a hard place to get precipitation, it is, period. Down on the valley floor there. Uh, so as we look at this over the weekend, then where does that energy go? Well, it's going to sit into the west most of this weekend. Then eventually it pulls out to the northeast, Dean. But if you've got a deep trough and right. a deep dip in the jet stream yeah. in the west, that means all the warmth that's been in the southwest, not so much this week, but uh, you're going to end up getting a west-southwest flow mm. into the plains. Right. So it's going to get mighty toasty well, in the plains yeah, and even in the St. northeast Louis, Saturday. And yeah. then, yeah, St. Louis, probably by Monday and Tuesday, everything looks like it could be 92, 93, 94. It's, and yeah. then you're looking at possibly getting up against the 90-degree mark as you get into maybe Tuesday and Wednesday of this coming week in places uh, along the Northeast 995 corridor. Let's talk more about the uh, rest of the weekend as we shift out of the Rockies and shift into the middle of the country. Places like St. Louis has a hot weekend. And there's going to be some thunderstorms to deal with up in the uh, upper uh, Midwest here as we go through this next couple of days. And and, and I think the threat's going to be actually diminishing this weekend because as the big trough gets into the West, the jet streams force north. So that will there... now. Um, on Friday evening, there's going to be some strong thunderstorms. But I think that thunderstorm zone will shift north every day this weekend. And for the most part, any thunderstorm will be spotted. It's more about the heat and humidity, which you could be a little strong thunderstorm running through parts of the northeast Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. With the front that's coming across the Midwest. College up into the Poconos and up to just north and west of New York City. It's a weakening boundary, but there's lots of heat and humidity out ahead of it. And so let's talk about that heat and humidity. We've been uh, seeing the southeast sizzle over the last several days, and that's going to continue. And then that heat kind of pushes back towards the I-95 corridor cities as we get into Saturday and Saturday night, and then a little backdoor tries to come through to kind of tamp it back down as we get into Sunday. So a place like Boston, 75 on Friday, closer to 80 on Saturday, and then back in the lower 70s on Sunday. And uh, Philly and New York are similar. I think uh, Philly and New York both go above 80. Uh, Any other things that kind of talk about for the weekend itself? I know you do want to talk a little bit about the tropics, even though they're winding down a little bit as we head into this week. Well, the other big story, and, and you already touched upon, it. Record challenging heat well, all weekend in the yeah. southeast. Yeah, they're where crazy it's been down there. Bone, bone dry. Mm. And even in Florida, where you would expect afternoon thunderstorms, you have nothing. That upper level low, that sheared Karen mm. Mm. on the back side of that upper low. Dry air in Florida. They've had virtually no rain all week. Yeah, you know, Alex Sosnowski brought this up to me. I think we have to start getting worried about yeah. fire situation in the eastern side of the country with uh, these dry conditions over the last couple of weeks. And you know, we're going to get into that time where people are out and about looking and peeping at the at the leaves and stuff. There could be some forest fire issues here, especially if its temperatures are above normal. The humidity will be low. You know, you're going to have some wind, so the fire danger will be high. Let's talk about the tropics real quick because uh, Karen has kind of faded away and uh, Jerry, Lorenzo, what, what, what do we got? You're concerned about something next week. Yeah, it's not so much from any system now, but the way in which the pattern is going to set up upper level high pressure across the southeast will continue to dominate in the next week. Synoptically or meteorologically, you look on the southern edges of that. So let's watch late next week from the southwest Atlantic, northwest Caribbean into the Gulf. You're going to see a big area of showers and thunderstorms there. If that could sit for a few days, something could develop.
Now, that's Weather Insider for Friday, September 27th, episode... It's episode 150, Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Weather Insider, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your favorite shows. For Bernie Reno, I'm Dean DeVore. Evan Myers is back in this chair hosting on Monday. Have a great, safe weekend, and keep up to date with the latest forecast on AccuWeather.com. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. If you enjoyed this AccuWeather podcast, check out our other shows, including Everything Under the Sun, released every single Thursday, the AccuWeather Daily, and our latest podcast, Field Conditions, giving you the inside information of how weather can affect your fantasy picks. They're all available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. 